Welcome back to the part two of the Joe Downs interview with Eleanor Mason on adding value. Hope you enjoy. Yeah, love of it. Um, uh, so overall, what do you think the kind of highlight of your kind of career has been? What would you say? <sighs> do you know, it's a, that's a quite um, a difficult question, isn't it? Because it's been for so long. I mean, if I look back, I think probably um, in the early days when I first started and and everything was fresh and new and actually sort of at that point where I had brought something quite fresh as a product um, out and it just it wasn't just a product actually at the beginning I was kind of going around with small pieces of glass to architects and interior designers saying look look what you can do the possibilities of this the sort of the passion that I had for it can you imagine what you could do with this and for that to have come to fruition for people to have looked at that little piece of glass a little bit like my blob at the beginning that I'd made and could see the potential of it was a really 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 lovely thing so at that stage sort of I'd get you know I ended up doing sort of work um all over the place really so I, I kind of got this a job in um the Hilton Hotel in Munich and I had to do these massive screens of glass from having shown someone this little <laughs> piece and then um and then that 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 sample sort of went around the architect world and then I got this phone call and someone said, Oh, we've got a job for you in in, in a cruise liner. So could you come along and um, and and we'll see what, what we come up with. So when I got there they decided that I was going to do the ceiling on a cruise liner. <gasps> And it's wow. this 11, 11 meter ceiling that way. Yeah. And um, you know, it was made up of 104 pieces. And um, you know, I'm sat there in this meeting, and they, you know, can you do this? And I kind of went, yeah, yeah, I can do that. Completely unfazed. Completely. Yeah. That's all yeah. I ever did was go. Well, yeah. In my mind, there actually isn't any reason why I can't do that because it's that size panel. Blah blah. Yeah, that'll be fine. So off I go and get. Uh, and and that came to realization. And actually through that whole process that was a massive massive deal but how I took it off at the time was like yeah we can do that yeah we'll Um, give it a go (laughs) and so that was kind of a a, quite a wonderful thing to have done and there were lots of you know you say you can do these things and along the way there's a lot of hiccups and in many ways I may not say yes to things like so many things like that now um, whereas back then I kind of went yeah and I overcame so many different things it was I had to do this other project where the whole this big screen of glass needed laminating and it was kind of a completely new process because you can't laminate um, fused glass very well because it's got a sort of dip in the surfaces so you have to kind of work out new processes so I had to kind of speak to people and say how can we do this so there's no shrinkage and kind of worked out a way and these beautiful things happened that were kind of huge pieces where now I might go actually I'm not sure I want to <laughs> yes. pop myself or, through or anybody else through, through that. this so but you know all of these things were possible so they were kind of great great things you know and would I say they were the highlights I guess it's a really difficult thing to say because they were at the time where I didn't know it was going to happen and it did happen whereas I'm kind of at this point that I'm successful, the the business is going well, though it's struggled from the Brexit situation. That's it's, We've had a tough few years. Um, and um, so I kind of, there are highlights on the 
day, there's highlights of a month, there's things that happen. Um, and there it's it's kind of it's never static, is it, with a business and sort yeah. of and, and also you can never get complacent as well. Um, so just whereas things are going really, really well, I mean, there's lots of lovely things, then you get the, the trough and then the peak and then the trough and then the trough, 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 peak, peak, <laughs> yes. and it's up and down and you can't sit back on your laurels. No. Definitely can't. But I think another one, I think um, I got um, a commission from somebody where they just gave me a blank wall, actually. Um, and this was the, the start of the fish that I'd, the, the actual individual fish that I made that the shoals and he said I love your work you've done this you've done that you've done the other for this part of the house and that and we've just built this new big house and we'd like you to do something for this wall and at first he wanted me to put these really big panels up and they were above um, a doorway and I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> about putting really really heavy glass panels above a door I mean they were huge and so I did say to him, I said, I've got this idea that I've had for a long time. Um, I wonder if you, you know, it might be interesting to do it on this wall. It's the perfect wall because you, it's slightly um, off centre. So I, I'm struggling with the kind of idea of square things. Um, I've, I've got this idea for these shoaling fish. He said, so how's that going to look? I said, well, I just did this little sketch. Like individual fish getting bigger and bigger, shoaling around in a circle and then kind of going off on the other wall. And he just said, great yeah go for it and that was the start of uh, the shoaling fish that every as soon as i started making them i I would be there sort of working away on them and people would see me do it i want one of those that looks amazing and this kind of journey happened and that was kind of a highlight really because it was something that i'd had as an idea for so long and 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 uh, this chap just said Go for it, Joe. So yeah. they're they're the wonderful things when you get to kind of get on with the thing that you've, you know, some to be creative and, and, and somebody trusted. Blank. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. that trust, isn't it? That yeah. element of yeah, okay, do it. He said, "You're the artist. You were the ones with the ideas." He absolutely loved it, and so many more people I've got. As a result of that, I've got beautiful, lovely shoals of fish going around all over the place, yeah. and then you know, and then that kind of continues into other ideas. Yeah. And and the lovely thing, I say, you say the highlight. I think probably the highlights, like I said earlier, is kind of having that job where you come in on a Monday morning and go, oh, I can't wait to open the kiln and see how yeah. things come out. Yeah, so that's lovely. That is that's a highlight. And still, after all these years, you know, a highlight. Still, after all these years, you get excited about coming in on a Monday morning and seeing what that kind of week is going to bring, really. Yes. And how it's going to yeah. pan out. Yeah. Um. So what about um. So impact. So who's had the biggest impact on your career and how? Oh, now that one is quite a tricky one. But I would say, and this this is probably an unexpected answer actually, I think my my mum and my gran actually. So both two very creative individuals who were born in an era where they were expected to be the carers, the nurturers. Um, and actually for my mum, she really had to go out to work as well. So she um, she was a nurse and I don't think she spent many years particularly being happy nursing because it sounds like a very nurturing job. Actually, she was in an operating theatre and um, 
not exploring her creativity at all and as a mum she was absolutely amazing she did everything for us um, and made actually made everything really lovely so if we had fancy dress we had the great great costumes that she'd come up with these fantastic ideas because yeah. she was so creative or every little detail of everything so whether you know with it with food she'd sort of like create these amazing pizzas and um, in the garden the garden was lovely that was kind of her haven but I always understood that she never had time to explore what she wanted to do and I think I, I connected with that um, in my young years and, and, and kind of thought I'm in a position where I can because I've got a family who said you want to go to art college go to art college go and do what you want to do I didn't have someone going well why are you going to art college because you're never going to be able to make anything of yourself they were really supportive and so I was able to go down that journey and continue. And although this wasn't necessarily my dream, what I'm doing now, although I'm not saying that I don't enjoy what I'm doing, it wasn't what I expected that journey to be. Um, I think I was always spurred on by, my mum was so amazingly supportive and she says, I'm so proud that you've gone out and done this. And I think, mm so in that sense she's one of the greatest inspirations and my gran because I think she was for her it's slightly different she was quite bitter about um, not being able to be creative and actually when she finally was able to do that she lost her eyesight oh so that was quite yeah. sad and and they, they that, that was a, that was a story I always remembered when I was younger because she was quite a bitter person and yet my mum um, I just knew would have loved to have been a gardener or and you know now it's sort of in retirement she's sort of being able to do those things but I can see you know for so many years she kind of struggled along and a means to an end making sure that there was enough money in the house so that we could all kind of live as a family and do those things and so kind of grateful and also I had the opportunity um to do something differently and I think and I think that was one of the that's quite key to kind of to break that mold of actually you're going to pursue something that was your absolute passion and that you were going to find that job that would give you the creative out kind yes. of output and outlet that they never got chance to do yes definitely no that's that's a lovely inspiration kind of um uh, kind of story really because I think that will resonate with quite a lot of people um, they'll recognise obviously that we're in an age and in a generation whereby we do have those choices to kind of pursue those things. Yep. Um, and then finally, what's next? Oh, what's next? Well, at the moment, things are quite tricky um, in terms of, we've had this before, the glass world changes. So just as you're getting it, you've done beautiful designs, it's all working in a certain way, and doing it for years, really, really perfected, beautiful techniques. Things are going as you want them to, then your supplier changes what they're doing. And that <laughs> happened maybe, I think maybe 12 years ago where um, one supplier just stopped making the glass that I use and I had to kind of dig and work out another way that I was gonna work and, and, and come up with new ideas and I did that and, and it was all really, really beautiful. And then just as, that's happening then there's this new this supplier said well actually um we're not really sure whether you're going to be able to get this product anymore so that's kind of um that's a kind of short-term mid-term uh situation but we will overcome that because 
that's just you know I've not got to this point and and I uh, think oh it's all over now so I've got to come up with some lovely new ideas so watch this space for a while um, and apart from that we've got some exciting things happening with the, the, the we've got some gallery news you can't yeah, quite talk about yeah, yet but I can't people... really talk about that yeah. but that's kind of uh, this probably before June so yeah. watch this space for that keep keep um connected with social media you're going to hear about that um in the coming couple of months perhaps sooner we'll wait and see fingers crossed yeah um and then there's some exciting new ranges as well um and things or lots of things to come so continuing creating things and coming up with lovely things that you're all going to love hopefully <laughs> brilliant absolutely and also you're i understand running a marathon uh i'm actually running two marathons well i'm actually because oh, one's not enough <laughs> well i'm actually running four in oh, no. okay so i'm running the boston marathon all being well if it doesn't get cancelled well because of the, the, the latest coronavirus but that one's on April the 20th and the London Marathon is on April the 26th and I'm actually doing both of them so that's oh, six days apart um I think London is going to be more getting round I've got um and I, I could have deferred London but I have a friend who inspired by me last year <laughs> applied through the ballots and got in and so I kind of feel like I want to help her yeah um, well just be there I don't think she wants me to run with her particularly but just be there as part of the experience and be there sort of the day before. And then we've got other friends who want to come and support us, so that'd be fantastic. And for me, it's one of the... There's there's um, something called the World Major Marathons, and there's six of them, and this is my fifth one. And my next one, and I will get my sixth star, which will be the, you know, the big the big goal, um, is, is hopefully next year but I may have to uh, wait a couple of years to get into that one because that one is the Tokyo Marathon and uh, that got cancelled this year and it's yeah. very difficult to get in so it's likely right. that all the runners from this year will do it next year so I'll have to wait a couple of years yeah. so I was hoping that I would do it in my 50th year and get my six stars yeah. and be able to give up marathon <laughs> but, is, I no, I, but also running's addictive so you think you're going to give it up and then you think it's going to be your last and then it never is <laughs> why does it have to be marathons? why can't you just yeah. go off and do a half marathon? that's what I do so obviously <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm like half as insane <laughs> you kind of do half of them um but no honestly anybody who runs a marathon massive inspiration because you know having been a runner pretty much my whole life um halves are probably my limit or just don't you know I could, do, I could do 14 miles but that's that's pretty much where I want to leave it you know it's all in the training <laughs> It's all in the training. Yes. Like, if you've only done half, you kind of look at it and go, <clears throat> I'm never going to be able to do another 13.21 mile. And in actual fact, it's only, it's all in the training and, and the mindset. Yes. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you ever so much, uh, Joe. It's been fantastic. Um, I'm really pleased you came on to the podcast and I can already tell you've had huge value um, to our listeners so thank you for sharing your story with us thank you for speaking to me you're welcome